0: This is the Scum and Snake fantasy football show about the LV Dynasty Fantasy Football League that we are all in. Snake, happy Thursday. It is Thursday. Hello,
1: Neverland. Yes, indeed. Episode three of the first three-week tilt of the Scum and Sneak show. Thursday, we got matchups. We got Thursday night game. Uh, we got Thursday night game tonight, so we got football back on for Week Four. Just very exciting all
0: around. Super exciting. So, giving everyone the rundown for today, it's matchups basically. That's it, and then of course, you know what we do for every Thursday, but we'll get to that before we start. Sneak, gotta do our nonsense minute question. Uh, yes indeed and let me tell you three a week has been interesting it's been a real strain on the old noggin
1: yeah i bet i can't imagine what you must have to be going through over
0: there so we're gonna go um i'm gonna take us a little off the rail a little weird a little dark maybe okay but we all die sometime right yeah would you rather die uh getting eaten by a shark or being burned alive
1: holy crap ola uh, I'm gonna <laughs> go with. Oh my gosh, man! Hmm. Initially, I want to say shark, for some reason, because I just hear "Burning Alive" is insane. Yeah, your that's whole what they body, say. Just, every nerve is just going insane on your body, and it can't. It's it's got to be just uh, so painful. The shark, at least, maybe you're getting, maybe you just get chomped, and then you're just
0: you then you're just done you kind of out of it I don't know maybe.
1: but you're probably somewhere in the long lines of drowning also with getting bitten a shark because you're gasping and thrashing and so you're probably sucking in water and I heard drowning also from all the people you know you hear from all the people that dive drowning and yeah killed, you how much it hurts
0: all those first thing accounts for <laughs> sure
1: so I'm gonna go with getting bitten up and ate up by a shark uh because that's just what what I thought of first
0: I will also go with shark. And really, just because of of my list, my like the top five things that are probably going to get me, the oceans on the top in the top five. So I'm gonna go with that one. Fire not not so high on the list. Um, me and fire are good. Me and the ocean though, yeah. no? mm, not so much. Yeah, A little bit of ocean, beef there.
1: Man, the ocean is just the craziest idea that was ever made up. Is that <laughs> just the ocean out there? Because all you see ever is just the top of the water, but it literally goes down just miles,
0: miles and miles, and miles, and who knows what's down there? Nobody yeah. really. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Oh my gosh, the ocean yeah. just uh, really gets me. The gets me freaked out for
0: sure. He Major Heebie Jeebies, just thinking about like out on you know far out in the ocean, water all around, deep, deep below, and just yeah, not a fan. The life
1: that the opportunity of life that's in there. You're just like you think of whales and sharks and there's these huge things, but there's like, that is just a, a
0: speck in the ocean. Like. Yeah. That's just, I, stuff that, that's the stuff that'll come up. There's right. And bark, then you yeah, dive deep. down, you got yeah. all of, like your
1: kelp forests and all of your reef life and everything that's going on down there. Like it's just imagine if the ocean was gone, like what would you see?
0: Like if the water, water yeah. was gone
1: what would be left it would just be wild at least with other things you can understand more of it because you can see more of it at at a time like if you're looking off into the vast landscape of mountains and trees and like you can you can see more of what's happening as opposed to
0: the ocean you're just like
1: what is under that water man
0: Okay. Mountains and trees. Always trying to sell Montana. Whatever. <laughs> I hear it. Okay. Well, okay, Mr. Fire. I I
1: might get <laughs> ate up by a fire one of these days. There's yeah, always really. wildfires around here, so I got a greater greater fear of fires out here. You
0: guys really got to work on that controlled burn. You're not doing it right. You're not doing the it right.
1: The forest need managed everywhere.
0: Dang it. Well... That's the Nonsense Minute question. Uh, Please let us know on Instagram or in the group chat or, I don't know, yell it from the rooftops, what you would rather, how you'd rather meet your end, eaten by a shark or burned alive by fire. Yeah. Let us know. All right, Sneak, we've got six matchups to get into, so let's just get it cracking.
1: Okay.
0: As always, we start with my matchup. And uh, probably will be a doozy here. We've got the number 12-ranked team, Scum and Get Your Love, versus the number three-ranked team, Gee Buttersnaps. An 0-3 versus a 3-0. I wonder how this one will go.
1: Well, well, just right off the bat, uh, I'm going to let everybody know that uh, Wade will win. Yeah. Predicting he he gets the dub. Uh, Scum, you go to 0-4. Totally
0: good. Good.
1: But when I look at this matchup back and forth, forth and back, uh, it really is comes down to, in my mind, your the flex spot here. Oh yeah. Mike Williams against Valdez Scantling and the tight end matchup, Everett against Hawkinson. Mike Williams, you would think, is going to be better than Valdez-Scantling, but he only had one catch last week. So I think this is where you can make up some ground, is if you can get a boom game, maybe finally get some sort of long touchdown out of MVS. And Everett should, in my opinion, outscore Hawkinson, even though Hawkinson scored last week. Because the other Areas of this matchup, Josh Allen's going to destroy Garoppolo, uh, Chubb. But we are calling for Clyde not to be good this week, so maybe mm. you can make up some ground there with Burkhead. Uh, but really, that is going to be the, in my opinion, the only way that you make this at all interesting.
0: Wade wins, Wade wins for sure. The spread right now, based on projections, is about 50. So I'm saying I cover that easy. I'm oh, covering 50 mm-hmm. points. Come on.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh fun reverse stack Josh Allen to Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie coming off a big week and now because I'm actually playing him, he's going to go back to being like two for 19, but oh well, we'll see. <laughs> and yeah, the the reason it stays close is because Clyde uh, I proclaimed it would be a dope and I have that right and then We'll get into this Thursday game matchup, but I think there's only been one game so far where, maybe two, I'm not sure, but the the concern with Wade starting both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle is, I don't think every game can have them both blow up no. and be B1s. Be Obviously, that game against the Ravens, where it was like a crazy shootout, they both had huge games, but Tyreek kind of it out last week. Maybe he'll be fine, especially because he's got that you know, Eli Apple revenge kind of narrative, but then Waddle might suffer, or they'll just be both okay. And plus, you have getting maybe a little ahead of ourselves here, but to Tua they said is playing, but he did, he looked shaken up last week after that big hit. So, oh gosh, he was stumbling and bumbling. I'm like, I don't I don't know how <laughs> they justified that it was a back. He looked like he mm-hmm. had just got knocked out. But I... so, I mean, we'll see if he's. As sharp as um, he has been, but yeah, Wade wins. No surprise there, but I do cover. And yeah, that's, that's the fun part. A lot of, a lot of guys on both sides Thursday night though, or I guess combined both sides Thursday night. Yeah. So come see what happens there. Let's move on to a more fun a more competitive matchup. And one that means a little more, our number four ranked team, Hesse newly named 2-0, quote, upset of the week versus NBA greater than NFL, the number seven ranked team. So Jesse is 2-1, and one, Doug is 1-2. The projections have Doug favored by uh, almost 10 points, almost nine points, and it's an important game for Doug. If he, can, if he can win, both these teams will pull to two and two, become a little closer in the standings. But if Jesse wins, he's at three and one, looking really good, and then Doug falls in that you know, one and three hole that you do not want to have to try and climb out of. I
1: agreed across the board when I look at the matchup. I'm, I'm, expecting, I'm expecting Jesse to win. But what's he going to do with his running backs here? Is it going to be Dalvin? Is it going to be Madison? Uh, is he going to wait to game time? Remember, this game time is 7.30 a.m. here. So that's like, what, 4.30 a.m.
0: 3.30 a.m. Hawaii time. Oh but my gosh. Hesse like, stays up that late. So he'll probably be up in time to just okay. watch the start. He's going to be staying up playing
1: video games probably. So, But, yeah, that's where I see this matchup. Here is what Hesse does with that running back position. Uh, And then does Doug finally get any production? Does he get production out of Claypool this week? Does Connor fall into the end zone? Doug's team's got a lot of, a lot of things have to go right for Doug's team to to win, in my opinion, this week and a lot of weeks. Uh, So that's where I see kind of, where is he going to get the higher production out of the players that typically don't produce for him? Oh, And what Hesse is going to do in that running back spot, because we saw last week Hesse is capable of putting up some big points. Uh, he's got to hope for the a shootout with Buffalo-Baltimore uh, and got to hope that his running backs do what they did last week. I'm saying Hesse gets the wings. I think I mentioned earlier this week that He's another one in my mind that is, is gunning for the top four spot. I think he uh, continues that rise.
0: Yeah, I think it will be close. I, I feel like it's pretty even. It really depends on, like you mentioned, the the Baltimore stack. If, if it's a shootout, uh, the Ravens versus the Bills, and Lamar and Mark Andrews uh, link up for two touchdowns again, uh, obviously that's going to be really in Jesse's favor, but I mean, you can't count on that. Maybe you can't, I guess, because that's what it's been this year, but um, hard to say like that's a for sure thing, right? So if that falters, if that comes back down to earth a little bit, we've seen Jesse's other spots be a little vulnerable. Like you mentioned Dalvin, especially with the questions on if he plays, if he does, like if it's say it's, you know, late Saturday night for Jesse, early Sunday for us and Dalvin's gonna give it a go. How confident can Jesse be? Like, is it gonna be a split with him and Madison even more than normal? Does he play a series, pop that shoulder out again, and then he's done? That's the that's the really scary part, I think, it for is. for Jesse. And then anyone who has Dalvin in, in any other leagues, uh, me. But <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I think I think a big boost for Jesse will be if Chris Goburn comes back. He he's practicing. He, you know, was on track, I think for this week they were saying he'd be out just a couple with the hamstring injury. So if he's back, I like that a lot better than Tyler Lockett in the Flex, even though Lockett might have, I don't know, uh, both are good matchups, like the the Bucks play the Chiefs on Sunday night primetime, so you expect that to be high scoring. And then the Seahawks play the Lions and we talked about that game I think yesterday. You know, you had mentioned the Lions are a lot better on offense this year, so Seattle will at least have to play catch up, or that game could be high scoring as well. So, I don't know things for Jesse to really look at as game time approaches. He'll really need to monitor that Vikings news, especially because it's a London game. But I would say his his overall team ceiling is higher than Doug's, and you'd mentioned that because we haven't seen a Claypool breakout just yet. We haven't seen. Kyler and the Cardinals offense with Connor really like bust out. They've been fine, I think. But from what we expected from the past couple of years, I'd say they're kind of disappointing a little bit. Would you agree with that? Yeah.
1: I don't I know you're I, not a Kyler
0: fan. I'm not but a even, Kyler
1: fan, but fantasy wise, he's he's still putting up decent points. Last week was kind of a kind of a dope. I would I guess you could say. I I after that rookie year of Claypool ten touchdown thousand yard whatever he did I said yeah this guy isn't isn't a star in the making and we're showing that showing that so far as well but definitely agree here that uh, Jesse and Hesse's got the bigger upside uh, but if Doug can get some of the, those other players to produce so he I mean he he only lost less than a point or whatever it was last week to Ernie so. Maybe we're not giving Doug the Doug team enough credit here, but uh I say Hesse ekes this one out and continues to rise up. And that's kind of what Ben Jesse's MO the last couple of years, not yeah. just, I'm sure. I remember where he he gets he gets going, he get he gets he gets going up the hill, starts playing really good, but then he just kind of duds out at the end of the year. And and that's kind of the team he has set up. You know, I've had I've had Dalvin and Elliott on my team uh and Lockett and players like that where they can do so good for a while. And then it's like, when you really need them the most, they don't pull through. So maybe we'll be looking at this team in the next six, eight weeks saying, is it time for it to start to fall down? Or is this the year where it just uh, keeps going all the way? We'll see.
0: We will see. One last thing about this matchup is we've, we, the Scum and Sneak Show have been hating on both these teams for the past couple of weeks we picked Jesse two weeks in a row to get upset. He proved us wrong there. And we had back-to-back dope calls for Doug the past two weeks. And uh, both times we were wrong on that. So uh, I guess I don't know what to say about what they'll prove us wrong with this week. But um, just two two headstrong uh, guys. That's all I got. We all know Chubb. <laughs> two headstrong guys moving on next matchup is our number one ranked team joe marchuro sitting at three and zero, oh versus smith ben 08's 0013 three sawyer payton team we really we got into this a little bit yesterday but a major must win scenario for ben and one of the worst teams to try and do that against
1: so eloquently put, the must win and the worst team to try to do it against, especially after somewhat of a down week. Last week, Uh has got a lot of plus matchups this week. I'm just going to say it right off the bat, Ernie wins because this is the blowout of the week.
0: Best coming sneak blowout of the week. Blow
1: out of the week. Blow out of the week. Let's go. The blow out of the week. That's right, 08. We are finally putting you on notice. You are getting blown out, going 0-4, and and you are going to be in desperation mode. Please, please heed our warning and do something about it. You should not be going 0-4. Uh, but we've—it's kind of already Thursday night here. We got three of Ernie's players playing in Thursday night game: Burrow, Mixon, and Chase. He's running out the Big Bungle squad. Uh
0: Oh, Big Bung! It,
1: it could—we could be leaving tonight. Going, yikes! He's going to score two hundred points, or holy smokes, maybe Ben can has a chance. Yeah, that'll and be I like that. To I like seeing with our matchups Thursday nights where there's a lot on the line because it could already could either destroy your week. You could go into Sunday just being like, okay, well, I've already got a hundred point deficit or whatever it may be. Uh, And then I know you'll point it out here, so I won't mention it, but that's where I see, uh, that's where I see this matchup is. What does Ernie's players do tonight? And then on Ben's side, he just, he needs monster games out of Jonathan Taylor and Alvin Kamara. He just does. Assume Cup's going to have a monster game because he just seems to always have monster ish type games, if not monster games. So it's Taylor Kumar on the Ben side. And what does Ernie's Thursday night guys do?
0: Yep. Speaking of Thursday night, we do have a reverse stack tonight. Ben did put Hayden Hurst in the starting lineup, at least trying to get some of that Joe Burrow mojo for tonight's game. So he's really hoping. A touchdown can come to Hearst, and, and we'll see if that comes to fruition until Taylor and Kamara bounce back. right? I'm not going to say it's like a for-sure thing. Jonathan Taylor's matchup against the Titans isn't that great. Um, Alvin Kamara against the Vikings in London probably should be okay. Um, but again, we'll see if it's Andy Dalton starting instead of Jameis Winston. I don't – I mean, I guess it doesn't affect him too much either way. Uh, it's not like one of those guys is, you know, better for for Alvin than the other, really. But we'll just see if the offense can move under Andy Dalton. It's going to be a blowout, I think. This is the the final nail in the coffin for Ben's season early on. Unfortunately, I'm sure he'll bounce back, reel off a couple wins here, but with the four losses after this week already banked, you're gonna you're gonna struggle to make that top six in the playoffs. So. Sorry, Ben. Uh, I like what you're trying here. You put Trevor Lawrence in over Tom Brady. Uh, I think that's the right call. I mean, your lineup is is right, I think. It's just you're going up against the big Arnie team that's kind of due for a a blow-up, for sure.
1: Yeah, I hate to see a potential season ender only four weeks in, but we're predicting the loss, and once that comes true how can you expect to make up that ground when you've got the top three guys and your Jimbo and, and, and Hesse, It's just, it's just sad to see what's, what's happened to the 08 squad. Uh, That's fantasy football. And if you don't, if you don't keep it tight, you ain't going to be right.
0: Hmm. If you don't keep it tight, you ain't going to be right. Well, three matchups down, Sneak, three to go. Let's take a break here to hear a word from one of our favorite sponsors.
1: This week's episode of the Scum and Sneak show is brought to you by Sneak Inc. That's right, folks. And guess what? We have a new division at Sneak Inc. called Sneak Speaks. If you need anything speaked out into the world, proclamations, visions, wants and desires, Sneak Speaks is here for you. I will, because I am Sneak. will speak about anything. For one dollar, go ahead and send over your speak and Sneak will speak it. Sneak speaks, a division of Sneak Inc.
0: And we're back glad to have a new division under you know one of our gracious benefactors and let me just tell you that there will be a sneak speaks tiring here very shortly <laughs> back to the matchups let's hit um, another big one and one with seeding and potential playoff implications jimbo's team the people's commish sitting at two and one versus Herb stomped Dace also at two and one. So one, one of these teams guaranteed to go three and one and, you know, again, be right underneath our, our big three that are probably all going to be undefeated at the end of the week.
1: Well, scum, I am going to do it. I'm going to say that Jimbo wins. What do you think?
0: Jimbo's been on a heater. I would say that I could see it. The projections have Dason as a very heavy favorite, 30 yeah. points. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if I would agree necessarily. So I think it is closer than that. What what Jim needs is for Devin duvarney his pride Duvarnay. and joy, to really keep up uh, what he's been doing. And I think at least for this week, it's very likely to continue. Again, that Ravens-Bills uh, matchup is one that we are watching, expecting to have a lot of fantasy implications and a lot of, a lot of points to go around, at least. So hopefully the double D can, can really at least score for Jim. Uh, the, the thing, too, that is going to be interesting to watch for this one is a quarterback matchup. Zach Wilson versus Justin Herbert. And normally I would say that's a clear edge. For Jason, but Herbert is looking a little compromised still. He's going to be, you know, still protected wearing that big chest brace thing uh, that to, to cover those ribs, and probably just still dealing with some pain. So, can he hit uh, what we expect for him? Maybe not. Maybe more of a conservative game plan from the Chargers in a what should be an easy matchup against the Texans. And then Zach Wilson back from the injury. How? mobile will he be how you know sturdy is that leg and then also that Pittsburgh D I think is vulnerable to the pass, but they still have Minka Fitzpatrick so I, I can see him ball hawk Zach Wilson a couple times and really limit how much um how much fantasy output Zach Wilson has for Jimbo
1: yeah, Jimbo with Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson, and Tyler Conklin going big jet She's on big
0: jets. <laughs> it
1: would be I would be scared of that, but Jimbo's he's on to something here. And that is an interesting play. And I'm excited to see what it can produce. And uh, I just I feel like it's destiny for Jimbo to finally uh, take his place among uh, the elite of this league.
0: Wow,
1: it's just you know, it's it's he's kind of fumbled starting out, you know, a couple of years ago. Uh, but he seems to be kind of coming around, getting the hang of things here. Uh, I don't think Jamal Williams has that great of a game. I think it's going to be weird for the the lines to just give him the ball a ton of times. I think the only reason why he's so productive is because Swift is there. Uh. I don't, like I said, I don't like the James Robinson matchup, so that's a big dope call, uh, and with Herbert being banged up. You know, you could always – Aaron Jones is always liable to go off for 30. Uh, Lazard, the Lizard King, got himself a touchdown last week. Maybe he can continue that. So, yeah, projections are showing that Deson should win handedly, but – the here at the scum machine show we influence things and this is what we're doing i'm influencing jimbo to get his win to keep rising uh and dason uh much to my happiness gets a loss so that's that's where i'm at with it
0: yeah i was going to bring up that james robinson thing because i didn't really realize yesterday when we were talking about it um Again, Refresher, he was your dope this week. We talked about how in a matchup against the Eagles, the Jaguars might need to play from behind a little bit, utilize ETN more. But they that's going to be really highlighted in this matchup. If you're right, then Jim really benefits. Uh, one from a down game from Robinson and a, a plus game from ETN on his roster. So that'll be one to watch. Dason did take out Miles Gaskin like we begged him to did put in Jamal Williams, like you said. So at least he did that. That should help him. And yeah, it will be a closer one than I think is projected. And I'll go ahead. I will go with your call that Jimbo wins in a minor upset.
1: Woo-wee!
0: Next matchup, another barn burner. Our number two team... Brendan, the do-nothing commish.
1: Do-nothing commish! Four
0: shirts. Hashtag one. Inner versus Nashville USA. Big T's team sitting at number 10 in our ranks. Yeah. I am tempted. <laughs> I
1: am t- tempted to say Big T with the upset, with the win, but we're just going to hold off. I do, like I said, ex- expect DK to have a big game. Uh, but looking over on the uh, Bo team of four on Kerr RT's one her team. It's just, I mean, it's just better. AJ Brown's got a nice matchup against Jacksonville. It could be a blowout or uh, it could be tit for tat. And so AJ Brown is going to probably have a good – he's still got he's still got DeAndre Swift in the lineup. Maybe he's holding out. hope that he, he plays. I know they're calling day-to-day, uh, and he's been missing practice. So I imagine that uh, he probably throws in, a, I guess, at the very least, Josh Jacobs or Khalil Herbert or somebody in there, maybe Brees, maybe Brees crashes because the lineup, even though he's on a full curse. Uh, but he has been at least doing better in the passing game, you know. So I don't know if I could find – I'm trying to find, you know, a matchup or a you know a running back receiver situation here to where uh, T could really make the move. I guess I, if I really looked at it, it's probably going to be the receivers here, just because we've got a banged up Michael Thomas, uh, and you never really know what you're going to get from Michael Pittman in that Indian Indianapolis o- offense. I got I'm expecting DK to have a good game. You got to. Always never know what Greg or uh, what's his name? Greg, Greg Dorch or Gabe Davis, Greg Davis, G- Greg Davis,
0: <laughs> Greg Davis so, Gabriel Dorch. I'm
1: putting the I'm putting the uh advantage receiver on the T team, but major advantage tight end, major advantage flex or whatever he does there. Uh, so Brendan, you will win, even though I was very tempted to say that T wins,
0: I think too part of why we say this matchup's is going to be closer and why there is potential upset juice out there. Um, No DeAndre Swift, so Brandon already does have to play, like you said, maybe a Brees, maybe Josh Jacobs, but obviously, like, lesser plays than Swift, right? And CMC also has a new injury that popped up.
1: Surprise, kill- surprise. Killing
0: me in another league, and so he might not play. Um I mean, Chuba on Brandon's team probably is not really the handcuff. I think they just go committee there. So, again, he plays one of the others, Jacobs or Brees Hall. But, I mean, he's – say he makes those two moves, right? He's starting Brees and Josh Jacobs instead of Christian McCaffrey and DeAndre Swift. He's already looking like it's, it's way tighter than he'd like it. And then if Michael Thomas doesn't play, now you're looking at what? Corey Davis, Jerry Judy. Elijah Moore, all guys that have been kind of disappointing, Um, so this could get tight pretty quickly if if Brandon loses out.
1: Needs to happen. I just thought of this. All right, Brandon, you need to play Brees and Corey Davis and Elijah Moore.
0: Big Jets. (laughs)
1: Because Jimbo's got the Big Jets, and then I'm playing Michael Carter. So all of the Jets' offensive players <laughs> play in 4 That's got to be a first in fantasy.
0: Ever in history. That's Brandon, great.
1: I, if you're listening to this, I dare you. I dare you. If you think that you're so good and you're going to beat B- Big T, play the Big Jets just like Jimbo, and let's see exactly how good you really are.
0: Do it, Brandon. Don't be scared. Don't
1: be afraid.
0: Scared money, don't make money, Brendan. ooh Can't wait for that.
1: Can you imagine if all the Jets' offensive players got run in week four?
0: Where's Uzama, too? Who has Uzama? Put him in the lineup, Just too. put him in anyway. Just <laughs> throw him in there. That's well, so got to we, be. We're missing team. anyone else? I mean, you got Ty Johnson playing, too, so. <laughs>
1: like literally every single Jets' <laughs> offensive player is being – is being started in our league this week. Where's Braxton? Come on, Brandon. I, I will pick it. up
0: Braxton Berrios right now. Is he available?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. What a what a
0: fun all right. You week. guys, this is live. You're gonna see this before you hear it, but I'm picking up Berrios right now. <laughs> yes. Goodbye, Xander Horvath.
1: Oh my gosh. We are going, we call it big jet.
0: Big week
1: Jet Week, week let's four. go!
0: That right. is so fun. Speaking of big jets, we got the number eleven ranked Sneak Inc. team with the Jets running backs Michael Carter and Ty Johnson versus our number eight ranked team, High Speed Chase. The former manager of Michael Carter. Oof. Well. Sneak, something's been uh, missing so far in our matchup rundown. We haven't talked about um it's on the tip of my tongue. It's the, the 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 oh, it's the upset of the week.
1: It is the upset of the week. I fought long and hard in pre-production to not let me be the upset of the week here, but the just too juicy after we don't know what is happening to the high speed chase team, sneak ink old soup face gets the upset of the week to go to two and two and it will be very fleeting the smile on my face because i don't necessarily (laughs) (laughs) but But, you
0: have you have chase's pick at least two. so true
1: so i'm kind of i'll if this happens like what we're saying i'll break even i guess uh but my team is just good i've been saying it you know
0: First off, you. the big Jets, come on.
1: Yeah, you. you've I mean, we're running out two... Twin
0: turbine running. engines there with the Jets.
1: I mean, how can you even think that I won't win when I got two Jets in my starting lineup? London has been doing good. Burks is coming along. Bateman gets back into the end zone. Olave, hello, he's the number one there in New Orleans and gets 15 targets a game. And then... There's just nothing that strikes fear in the hearts of men less than Carson Wentz. Like Javante Williams supposed to be the next heir apparent, but hasn't really put it together. Barkley's good, but Keenan Allen is busted up. McLaurin is only good for the last eight minutes of the game. Hittle busted up. It's like this team is not, I'm not afraid of this team. And my team goes, well, fine. You know, who am I going to play at quarterback this week? Probably Fields. Maybe I'll get wild and throw Tanny in there or Daniel Jones. Doesn't matter because when you run out two Jets running backs, you're always in the running for an upset.
0: Also, to your point, no fear from any of those Niners players. On top of that, you have the Rams D, so that Rams Niners matchup on Monday night is going to be that huge. stack. <laughs> Exactly, Jimmy G is gonna throw. I mean, you know, Chase doesn't have Jimmy G, but Jimmy G will probably fumble once, throw two picks, and Kittle and Ayuk will be duds. Uh, I don't know if you. I, sorry, I wasn't. I don't know if you mentioned that AJ Dillon's also dealing with a knee thing, so probably play, but maybe a little limited, maybe less snaps. Really, the only thing that Chase has, like that's a for sure, is Saquon, but. I don't think it's going to be enough against your just stacked lineup, the Jets, the rookies. Fields blow-up game finally? Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe he rushes for 100 yards.
0: He should. I don't know why he doesn't try to. But
1: I don't know hey. why he doesn't run rush for more every week, but who am I?
0: So, yeah, just a, a major upset. Another, I won't say this one is a, a nail in the coffin. It's not a season ender. But Gooch is going to have to do some soul searching after this. That's for sure.
1: Look deep inside yourself, Gooch.
0: Well, that's the matchups this week for week Jets. I mean, week four. and (laughs) Week
1: Jets. Jets week.
0: It's going to be a fun one. Um, Get those lineups set, guys. Get it right. And we'll see how everything shook out next tuesday when we do the review holy cow Oh
1: boy that is right don't forget the scum and sneak show is now three days a week
0: before we head out sneak we've got to do america's favorite segment scum and sneak at the thursday night game wrong and
1: sometimes we get it half right
0: i think we did split last week i think I picked the Browns. I don't really remember. I mean, what a weird game that was. Yeah,
1: it's, it's very forgettable, that game.
0: This week, we've got a pretty fun one. We got the Bungles at home in their all-white uniforms. Side note, do you like those jerseys or not? They looked cool. I don't like them. I don't like them at all.
1: You don't like them at all? No. It's got the bangles of old. People are, I, I admit That people are getting a little too cutesy with trying to change up their uniforms.
0: I like that. I think in a couple weeks the Giants and Packers are bringing back like the retro ones, like the '80s ones. I like that, but okay. not a fan of the all-white Bengals uh, versus the Dolphins. Sorry, sidetrack. Uh, the The Bengals are favored at home, but the their their record is one and two, and the Dolphins are three and zero. Oh. So interesting, interesting line there. Maybe baked in with some of the Tua questions. But what is your pick this week, Snake?
1: I think it's easy to say this could be a trap game for Miami because of short week, what they just, the game they just come off on. And with all the hurricane stuff, I think they've been in Cincinnati all week. Uh, but I've, if I remember correctly, Cincinnati plays pretty good on Thursdays the last uh, couple of weeks. So I'm going to say the Bungles win
0: uh, 31-22. Okay. How do they get Fun 30? score. <laughs> <laughs> something weird happens. A miss kick in there, yeah. Miss extra point or maybe something. Something.
1: Well, McPherson gets three field goals, so they got to three, necessary three touchdowns, and McPherson gets three fifty-yard. I field goals.
0: need that. I need that. Yeah. I will go. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. I'm, I'm a believer in Mike McDaniel. I'm not a believer in Zach Taylor. So we're gonna go. High scoring, still though. Dolphins. Let's go fun. We're going major shootout. Dolphins, forty-two. Oh, Bungles,
1: thirty-eight. Dang, that is a lot of points.
0: A lot of points. Fun, fun day for sure. Cool. Fun Thursday night on Amazon Prime, home of Rings of Power. <laughs> Hashtag not a sponsor.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: home of a ring Rings of power. <laughs> Well, I think that's the week, our first three for It wasn't bad.
1: No, it was fun. I like the new format. Hopefully you guys like it. Shorter episodes uh, just keeps everyone focused, keeps everyone on point. Uh, we get to really dive into some of the, the stuff a little bit more without just kind of brushing over things. So hope you guys are into it. This is the new format, at least for a little while, until we switch it up again on
0: Have a great Thursday night, guys. We love you. See you next time and bye. Should I accept this trade?